Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hello friends, I'm your host, Chris Thrill. I'm a former Royal Marines Commando. I've adventured for better and sometimes worse across 80 countries on all seven continents. Welcome to the Bought the T-Shirt Podcast. Hello friends. So, let's talk about the legend of Yip Kai Fun. As some of you know, I've been in Hong Kong uh, four times now, including the time I lived there. But the first time I was in the uh, territory, yeah, a funny thing happened. So I was in a shopping street one day up in uh, Kowloon side of Hong Kong in Mong Kok and I'm looking at these jewellery shops and they've got armed guards outside and they're all carrying like pump action shotguns bit strange right anyway before I knew it bang bang Bang, 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 bang. Good sound effects, huh? Like all these uh, high-velocity rounds are going off down the street. So I'm just uh, bemused, probably like uh, like everyone else, right? And then when I got back to the, the naval base that night, I was... Um, Kind of illegally bunking in at the at the military barracks HMS Tamar uh, with a few of my uh, commando buddies. I saw the news that night, and I learned, or I first heard about this legendary gangster, possibly even a triad character called Yip Kai Hun. And, well, let me tell you about him. So, Yip Kai Fung was born on the 12th of June, 1961, in Haifeng, in mainland China. His gangster names, and they have these weird names for some reason, like droopy ears and long tooth. Guess it's a, a Chinese thing. His gangster name was uh, Teeth Dog or Goosehead. Not exactly very flattering, right? But he was uh, uh, an infamous Chinese illegal immigrant turned gangster who was active in Hong Kong from the early 80s uh, to 90s. He and his gang specialised in robbing jewellery stores, the first ever 
in the territory with assault rifles. Weapon of choice was the uh, Kalashnikov, aka, haha, the AK 47. And they say that he got these uh, on the black market from the triads. But in reality, uh, he may well have got them from the Chinese army on in mainland China because they weren't, um, you know, they weren't unknown to rent their weapons out to, to gangsters who then smuggle them across the border to do crimes in Hong Kong. So in October 1984, age 23, a young Yip led a gang of five armed mainland men into Hong Kong. They robbed two jewellery stores, King Fook Jewellery Company. Got to be careful which way round you say that. And uh, Dixon's, or Dixon. And they got away with like two million Hong Kong dollars worth worth of jewellery, which is about two hundred thousand pounds in in UK sterling. So what's that? Three hundred thousand US dollars, right? Um, and in the course of these robberies, they fired shots like willy nilly. Uh, in 18, uh, 1984, an undercover police officer posed as a buyer for these fake Rolexes, right? And lo and behold, just complete surprise to the police, Yip Kai Fun, Goosehead, actually turned up with, with, with a sample of this fake watch, right? And the policeman's like, oh my God, this is Hong Kong's most wanted man. He sat in a van with him and he's thinking, like, I've got to take, take this guy down, but obviously he's armed. Um, so he basically jumped on Yip Kai Fun and, uh, Yip Kai Fun obviously pulled a gun and the policeman grabbed it and there, there was a scuffle. But uh, they subdued him. They found him with, with uh, two handguns. And the, the handguns that they, they, when they ballistic checked them, were related to some of the robberies, right? And, of course, they couldn't believe that they, you know, they struck gold. They, they got the number one criminal. So, Yip was convicted. He's sentenced to 18 years in prison, but he escaped in 1989. Uh, he faked an appendicitis and he was transferred to the Queen Mary Hospital. If some of you read my book, Eating Smoke, my, my memoir, you'll know that that's uh, where I was when I had kidney stones. So he's faked this appendicitis. He's in the hospital. Uh, he convinced his guards he needed to go to the toilet. And when he came out, he jumped them with a broken bowl and hijacked a van outside. And the van had a, a, a man in with his six-year-old son. So 
So he forced the driver to drive. Then he forced him to take his clothes off and, and, and give him, you know, the clothes to replace his hospital, hospital garb. And he got off at a place called Wong Chuck Han and left the scene on a public bus. And they presume that he just fled back to, to mainland China. So 1991, he came back to Hong Kong and armed with AK-47s and pistols, he robbed five goldsmith shops um, on the golden Mutwa Kwantong, um, Kwantong Street, right? Or, or, or Mutwa Street in Kwantong. They fired 54 shots at the police. And they escaped with golden jewellery worth uh, 5.7 million Hong Kong dollars. And the onlookers were just so surprised. They, they thought that this was like a Hong Kong movie that was being filmed. Um, the gang was linked to a robbery of two uh, jewellers on Taipei Road in Sham Shui Po in 1992. And in the course of uh, um, this robbery, they fired 65 shots at the police uh, and also members of the public, right? And they escaped with 3 million uh, Hong Kong dollars worth of jewellery, so £300,000. Um, they also believe Yip was involved in 1993, and this is where I... Can I say I met Yip? <laughs> I met his his uh, chaos. Um, this is this is when I was in Hong, Hong Kong the first time, right? And they fired thirty rounds this time from their AK forty sevens. They killed a woman passerby who just lay in the street while while all this was going on because no nobody could get to her, right? Um, one of the robbers was shot by the police and the gang, uh, when they switched getaway cars, they just dumped this guy on, on, on the street. So his career finally came to an end in 1996 when he was arrested following a Kennedy Town gunfight. At Kennedy Town, in my memoir, Eating Smoke, that's the place that I walked to when I was like on this completely psychotic crystal meth fueled quest to, to jump off a crane in the harbour. Uh, yeah, Kennedy Town is the point where I stopped and I turned around and, and, and walked back to, to Hong Kong Central. And in this gunfight, um, the police paralysed him. They shot him uh, in the spine and paralysed him from the waist down. He had uh, a one million Hong Kong dollar reward on his head at this time. Um, the police officer had surprised Yip coming ashore in a boat and they were hiding in an alleyway. Um, and the police just thought they're illegal immigrants from China. You know, that was that's quite a regular thing into Hong Kong. And they asked for identification. At this point, the, the rest of the gang fled and Yip Kai Fun, Goosehead, uh, 
pulled his pistol out and just started battling it out with the police. Uh, his gun jammed and after the police had shot him, they found him with a, a machine gun, a pistol and two kilograms of, of explosives. Uh, on the 10th of March 1997, Yip uh, was convicted of all charges and sentenced to 41 years in prison. While in prison, it was some funny things happened, but he got married um, to his mainland wife. Uh, he'd previously been married to her under a false name, so like work that out. And he also converted to Christianity. Although you have to wonder, like, is this wily character? Um, you know. Did he just do that as a, a, to, to lessen his sentence? Um, in 2017, he was back to Queen Mary Hospital for cancer treatment. And he died on the 19th of April 2017 of lung cancer. At which point, several films have been made about this guy. He'd almost like become a Robin Hood sort of character. Although I think no, nobody was under any doubt he was going to give the money to the poor, right? But, you know. So, here's my uh, shirt. See the dragon? <sighs> Don't mess. So, yeah, that is the legend of Yip Kai Fun. Friends, thank you for listening to the Bought the T-Shirt podcast. Please like, subscribe and share. And don't forget to follow me on social media. Username, Chris Thrall. Instagram, Chris.Thrall. Thank you.